0: Wednesday, bitches. Pfft. Ooh, shit, i getting funky with it. Uh, it's always like Cheech do. It's a show about me and you. ADHD, you know what we do. We kick it with the dope motherfucking podcast. Oh, shit, motherfuckers, it's on. Till the break of dawn. Cheech on the keys, he never does me wrong. On the beat, you know it's me. Mixmaster Machete. Here to talk some shit. Have some fun. It's all good. we your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your moms. Oh shit. Patreon. Oh, we got some new donors. We're about to drop some names. Oh shit. One more time. Can I say oh shit one more time? Oh, got some good topics to talk about. Please kick it with us. Tell you friends, it's a must. ADHD. Always trust. In us.
1: In God we trust. In God we trust. Oh, God. <laughs> What's up, dog? What's up? Uh well first things first. Let's just get into it. What's that? Matt Gale came back into the fold, bro. He's a donor. He's a blood donor again, bro. Are you uh are you Jewish? <laughs> Me, why? Yeah.
0: 'Cause you have to you know little guilt trips, homie.
1: <laughs> I didn't leave a guilt trip. I said thank you for for all the time you, you spent as a donor. And uh you know, yeah I understand, but I mean this is even better than that. <laughs> you came back into the fold, Matt Gale. Yeah, you did. And um, you know, since you're back, we you promised no Jason Hour. <laughs> That's, That's, the That's, That's the only thing he wanted. That's true. the only thing he wanted. Because uh, we were about to book him. Yeah. So we we're like, no oh, no. Nah, nah. Since he's back.
0: Special guest, Jason Howard here today.
1: Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. We booked him before we knew he came back.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, it's good times. Um, but yeah, we appreciate
1: So now let's blood donors. Right. Matt Gale, Randy Puga, Gavin, uh, Andrew Pearson. Cat Lopez. Whoa. Five blood donors. Wow. Our family's growing, bro. Wow. That's crazy. Now Just need to get to 10. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hate to
0: break it to you guys uh, since we're now blood brothers. You, guys- you have AIDS. <laughs> you have AIDS. Sorry. HIV, actually. Not full blown.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. You're good. You got that magic. You can Johnson live with money. it. You can live with it. Yeah, I think I'm glad that the uh, people that listen to us are balling out of control like that, or you know what, that they have the money and the means. I I like that we have some you know stable people listening to us, unlike good us. solid people, unlike us. Unlike us. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: uh, you know what? I think we need to up our ante, bro. I told you last time. Up our ante? Yes, because we gotta be a- we gotta be there with them, bro. We can't
1: you just need have to join the-
0: into our blood, join into our own, p- donate to our own cause, bro. That's two more people. Yeah, and get it up to get it up to seven, seven. seven. 'Cause we got we can't just have the Blood Brothers just chilling by themselves, bro. We gotta That's show true. them we can
1: do it too. Can we? <laughs>
0: uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. we gotta figure it out.
1: We'll make cutbacks. We'll cut uh the streaming costs. <laughs> <laughs> You're right.
0: No, I think uh you know, I think it'll be good. We could put our money where our mouth is, you know what I mean? Okay. We're asking people to uh to up the annie and uh we'll be upping our own annie as well.
1: Well, let's do it this week, then. Next sure. week, uh, months. catch.
0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a little tight. <laughs> uh, <it's, laughs> n- we just need some of that blood money to roll through first.
1: And, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once we get some of the money out <laughs> yeah. of the Patreon, yeah. we can do it. We'll you know what, though? I really want to do that. Uh, you were talking about the DEXA scan? Or is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. I really want to do that. Yeah. Should we both do it? How much is it? It's 45 bucks each. That's not bad. We could do it. Yeah. yeah with all these donors. we <laughs>
0: got. Yeah. I like how it's like, Hey, uh, I need some dental work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we get the dentist on the show?
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: No, but wouldn't that be a good episode? We both do it or I'll yeah, do it. Not, uh, I already
0: did mine. I have my, I have my information. When was that? last year uh, it's not current bro i know it's, it's more <laughs> I, I really killed the
1: results now i would yeah exactly, a bunch of weight. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> those results are better those results are
1: better yeah now we want accurate results and we got to do 23 of me's okay i'm done that would that. be too yeah. that'd be tight we should do both of those That would be good um and so that's some of the things that you're gonna do and we're gonna of course if we go and do that we're gonna we're gonna have to film that yeah, yeah, we definitely or, have to film.
0: Well, how we'll hire uh, Joe Weevil. Joe Weevil. <laughs> he lost every fucking footage that we ever had. We're like, hey, we had to weigh-in. where's the footage? I don't know. <laughs> hey, what's up with the bowling episode? Oh shit, uh, I have it here. Where to go? Where's the footage at? I don't know. <laughs> Renaissance uh, Fair. Oh no, that was Cody's fault. Yeah, that was Cody's fault. <laughs> we were too loud, dude. Honestly, we needed to go. We needed to go in there low key. Yeah. Oh yeah went you in too.
1: there we're recording a podcast yeah, like,
0: what's up we out here <laughs> we out here yeah.
1: we're gonna watch these freaks <laughs> fucking celebrate mm-hmm. their lame-ass fair. <laughs> i
0: know and they're like here's the king of all the freaks <laughs> chodes Elamodes. yeah um yeah i wonder
1: how he's doing no i don't No, i don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what though speaking of which we should probably i, I wouldn't mind an update episode actually yeah. Phoning update episode with Kenton. Just
1: like he always did. Oh, with Kenton. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm
0: done for that. Kenton got married. I know. He did. Yeah. To that cute little blondie. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 He got married. Low
0: key, bro. I mean, like, if I don't, I doubt he's listening anymore. Um, oh, but, the fuck you <laughs> Jesus. No, <laughs> I don't know I if did. you're listening. No. Oh, no. That's not true. No. Here's, here's the, the, when he had first met her, he's just like, yo, I got a real one. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! He he was he knew he knew. Oh shit! For sure, he's like, dude, she's just so dope.
1: That's I'm true because like, it was only like a couple of years or something, right?
0: Yeah, and um, you know, I think Ketten, you know, for his fucking chiseled as you know he fucking looks is just his, his uh, fucking jaw jawline, lineup. his jawline, and yeah. his fucking you know whatever. He's a pretty sensitive dude. I think he want he wanted that fucking oh yeah family life. He didn't want to smash random puss. No. His whole life, oh. and I was like, "That's what's up." I mean, although he did, I'm sure he had his fucking fair share. But I don't think that was his life, bro. I thought he's a, he's a good dude, so yeah. I want to compliment him and see how he's doing.
1: Yeah, well, once he gives uh, becomes a blood donor, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: I'm sure he's uh, out there. He's
1: probably killing it. Come on, no, it's super no out there, isn't it?
0: <laughs> actually, it isn't. No. Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay, so we uh, got a message from Mel. Okay, uh, she's talking about Jonesing for junk food, Ooh. and she said, "So as you guys know, I dropped a good amount of weight a little while ago. My starting weight was two forty two, and now I'm 242? hanging two forty two pounds stone stone <laughs> two forty two pound. I think that would uh, be huge two forty two pa- stone. I think that's like, two forty two pounds. Oh, she converted she converted pounds for yeah, us. She ass. did it." See, 242. No, wait, wait, wait. That's dope. That is dope. You don't even know
0: how to fucking convert kilos to fucking pounds.
1: No, do you? Yeah. Like Google? Yeah, Google. <laughs> it's
0: on the corner of Google and search.
1: Stone is like way more, isn't it? Stone is like five pounds or some bullshit.
0: Yeah, that's no, why I'm always no. stone.
1: <laughs> My starting weight was 242 and I'm now hanging out around 185 to 187. Here, here's what she did. I completely cut out bread, pasta, rice, Potatoes. Life. Basically, I killed myself. <laughs> I lost a lot of weight. Basically, went zero carb. I also used to eat McDonald's three to four times a week. That's my girl. That's pretty dope. <laughs> Sounds like your life sucks. <laughs> I,
0: know. I only have it two times a year.
1: Sometimes I'd eat four cheeseburgers and a large fries in one sitting and still be hungry. I relate. Yeah, I just Cause... had
0: that for breakfast. <laughs>
1: I just ate that for a snack right now. You yeah. can really just pop those things in there.
0: The burger, I, I don't, I can't speak for how they are in Australia, but in America, those burgers are like the regular hamburgers, but yeah, I, I could eat them like, I could eat like eight of them, dude. I, it
1: used to be the number two. I think it still is the number two where you get two yeah. uh, cheeseburgers. Those are, that's bomb. That was so, my jam. <clears throat>
0: also, going. by the way, I mean, I know I'm bringing up old shit, but. There was a little bit of a problem with last time when you said it when you had we had the competition for the fast food meats.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I brought in all the burgers.
0: You yeah, you brought in the wrong burgers. What do you mean? Um
1: I got the basic hamburger at every place. No, you didn't. No?
0: You have to get the hamburger. You have to order a hamburger.
1: I think I did. No, you oh, ordered
0: like it- a fucking famous star and then you ordered a fucking Whopper or some shit. And then you ordered a $6 burger or something weird. No,
1: yeah. I didn't.
0: You had to just order the hamburger. Just go everywhere. I'm pretty
1: sure I did that. Did. I'm pretty po- – we'll do it again then.
0: <laughs> I know you're just like, yeah, I got there. I went to McDonald's and ordered a quarter pounder with cheese. I'm like, what would you do? And he's like, well, that's – I don't
1: know. Did I get a quarter pounder of cheese? I don't know maybe. With cheese. It's not with cheese, but you got the quarter pounder. Maybe. Patty. That's possible because I, maybe I thought the ba- the small cheeseburgers would give it away because they're so tiny. Yeah, no. You would just know. Yeah. Um, Anyway, sorry, man. I also used to eat uh, four cheeseburgers and a large fry in one sitting and still be hungry. Yeah. So junk food had to go too. I'm very slowly starting to add it all back in. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's normal. But uh to be honest, I feel so much better without it. So it's rare for me to have it. The studies on how much sugar is junk food is crazy. I definitely recommend looking into it. As for Gavin... He is an asshole. <laughs> Damn. He can eat anything without gaining weight. He lived off coke, candy, chips, and junk food for a while and lost weight. It's okay to hate him. Wow, um, <laughs> that's hilarious. You know, I think Gavin was one of those you know thin, he's, he's, thin dudes. He's skinny fat. <laughs> is he skinny fat? I don't I even know so. if he's skinny fat. I think he's yeah. just skinny. No, he's. You know what that means. His, his organs are filled with fat No
0: his, his organs are all they're fucked up Yeah the they're fat. all fucked up
1: Don't say that about Gavin bro
0: Because <laughs> like,
1: he can't donate money if he's in the hospital <laughs> yeah. No man
0: It's all gonna end Ga- Gavin's a G though He you know. you
1: can take it He can take the fat around his liver <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well you know people people Have different metabolisms bro You gotta fucking accommodate You know, mm-hmm. So uh, I can't say Exactly what's his deal or but all I can say is <laughs> good on you, Mel. That's some dope shit. Like yeah. honestly, it takes it takes time, it takes a lot of fucking discipline, and you just can't give in. The thing is that you gotta like really focus on um the good shit. On like how you're feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Because when I'm back on the shit like I am now, I'm like a drug addict, dude.
1: Dude I need it. You know what? I've had I had an experience this last couple days. Well, experience. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> was my, was my best friend. Yeah. He kissed me.
1: Uh, <laughs> it was I an did. experience. Uh, no, this is, so I heard, I have heard people talk about when they were doing these high fat diets, that they yes. would get some like rush of energy from like yes. or they would feel like their brain tingling from eating Whoa. putting the fat all the fat in and then when they drink it, they kinda like like drinking coffee with like butter in it yeah. and they feel like just like energized, right? What happened? So I'm was uh I've been making steaks like several times a week because I'm You're I'm cooking. I'm cooking, man. And it's
0: so you got some Gordon Ramsay So i
1: well, I did do that, yeah, I used the I bought them to carry Rosemary. gold too. I bought oh, the carry gold, oh my God, how is it it I don't know, I don't what? know what I don't know. I can't. Oh, yeah, I'm, I've, used yet? I've used it on one steak, but I didn't have the rosemary and garlic. I was oh. I was out, so I didn't I didn't fuck with that. So it was just butter, salt and pepper, basically. So good. And it was still bomb. It was fantastic, and it was a fatty piece of meat. Yeah. And I fucking you got that cheap shit. No, uh, it was a ribeye. It was okay. a ribeye. Okay. Um, so it wasn't completely cheap, and I ate it. And after I finished eating it, I literally felt like fucking. Energized in a weird way, yeah. Almost like a nervous energized. It was strange, yeah. and I could feel it. Like Carrie Gold has cracked. I swear, I felt like I was like tingling in my head. Carrie <laughs> cracked from from fat. I think. Oh wow! Have you ever had that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um. I mean, because this is definitely the most fat I would normally eat. I usually don't like before. I would just not eat steaks <clears throat> regularly. Now I'm eating steaks regularly, and there are a lot of ribeyes. Right. And I felt fucking, I was buzzing on fucking meat fat. I was it's like, possible. What'd, Fuck, you, I what'd you you that out. day?
0: What'd you eat that day? That
1: day, all I had was uh, vegetables, asparagus, mushrooms, onions, and um, a steak. That's all I had.
0: Oh, did you have that with your steak? Or was it
1: just. I ate that um, to yeah. let the. Oh, because I realized there was a mistake in my steak making. <laughs> I would buy the steak, and then I would come home and cook it, and uh, it would be cold in the center. And I started to cook it, I so know. I was I like,
0: "Stop! I think I know what your problem was. Steak was cold; it needed to be room temp."
1: Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So then I saw, I watched, I rewatched the Gordon Ramsay video. He's like, oh, make it, let it rest out of the fridge for at least twenty minutes before you cook it." This time I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna let it rest." So I rest less, uh, like almost uh, at least half an hour, forty five minutes. And so I made the vegetables. I ate the vegetables, and then I kicked, cooked the steak. Okay, after that, okay. steak turned out great. It was cooked like. Yeah. Pretty damn good. I'm getting good. I've I've been cooking a lot of steak so I better be yeah. getting good at it. And um, do you know the brand of butter you were fucking with before? Landa Lakes. Landa Lakes is it the
0: one with the little girl, a little with, Indian little girl, in, yeah? And then like a she lake. Holding, <laughs> she's like kneeling down. Yeah, head. yeah. Okay. Sexy. And isn't that like a?
1: It's like a, it's not the bottom of the range; it's the middle not, of the it's range. Yeah, for
0: sure. but there's there's a lot of there's oil in it
1: though. Oh, there's oil. In like it?
0: basically a binder, like fluffer to make it more whatever.
1: So I did see that the carry the carry gold. I feel like it, it burns a little bit faster.
0: Okay, well you're dealing with real butter, man. Yeah, right. I
1: guess that's probably why. Because there's so less you, oil in So
0: there. you, I mean, go medium, medium to low heat. You know, at the beginning you want to go high heat. Yeah, I want super high heat. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, it's possible. What do you do cast iron? No, I
1: don't have one. I don't even have one. Dude, I think you need to fuck with cast iron. I want a fucking cast iron.
0: It's easy. Like, you know, you go to I I bought a cast iron set one time at Kmart. It was like they gave us uh a big one, a, a medium one and a very really small one for like 19.99. Was it, legit? it was legit. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. The only reason why I had to replace it is because my old roommate stole it. So. Ah, fucking Chris. It's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was the only reason why it was like great. I was like, you know what? Like, you know, I took so much shit of his. I was just, <laughs> <laughs> Like, you yeah, keep it, like you know, because you know, once once you put someone on game, you're like, all right. And he's like, that was mine. I bought that. I'm like, mm. <laughs> you thought it was his. Mm. I was like, yeah, you can have it, bro. Don't trip. I get it. So I got a new set, and uh yeah, but you it, bought a legit set this time, though. No, I did. The oh, same thing. Same <laughs> thing. I went to fucking Kmart, but
1: it's legit. Okay, it, it was.
0: Well, Kmart was going out of like. Kmart was going out of business. The one because yeah. Kmart is just going out of business. Is in it general. still open? I don't even know. There's like there's a location in uh in Hollywood, and god damn it, I, don't know, I got a random pain behind my ear. Um, mm. so um, it's all the shit food I've been eating. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah the the Kmart was going out of business, and I went through and I bought the same set for nine ninety nine. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was just like, I was not really in the market for buying one, to be honest. So I,
1: how much of a difference is it when cooking on that versus the regular pain? Um
0: It's it's versatile. So you don't have to, you, like the one thing that's cool about it, you don't really have to wash it. You don't really wash cash iron skins. Yep. Yeah. You leave the oil in there and it kind of, you, you give it a wipe out for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can rinse it for sure. But the one thing, one thing is that you have to, you can't let it be wet. So as soon as you, like after you you rinse rinse it, it you rinse it, wipe it, you turn, you put it back on the skillet, you turn it on and then all the water burns off and you could either put more like olive oil on
1: it, Mm -hmm.
0: but it basically has to have like some, it's called seasoning.
1: Yeah. Seasoning in the pan.
0: So the pan comes quote unquote pre-seasoned, but, um, you need to like cook on it. Like at least for, I don't know. I want to say like maybe a a month, like Mm -hmm. where you like, how many steaks you're cooking a week?
1: This week, like four or five? Yeah. So yeah, in,
0: in about a month, not for real, in about a month or less yeah. or more maybe, I don't know, maybe a month and a half, two months, it's going to be perfectly seasoned. Like mm. you can crack eggs on there. You can make fucking like, I don't know, fucking cornbread in, in there. Like you can make anything. Because mm-hmm. it's just, uh, it gives you, I don't know, if certain parts of the pan, you notice that either they're warped or bent. So then, sometimes when you put the butter, it like goes to the center, or it turns to. So mm-hmm. we'll cast iron scale and still warp or bend. Mm. When the warps or bends happen in your pan, uneven. You get hot spots. You get light spots. It's not evenly. Mm-hmm. With cast iron, you don't like yeah. it's all even. The thing is, you have to let it heat up. So you turn it on, and you have to let it sit for a little bit. It
1: take a lot longer because it's so thick.
0: No, I mean, it doesn't take a lot It doesn't take longer, but it's definitely not like. Um, it's not like. Like, you want it to get evenly cooked, so you just hit a medium heat and just keep it on for, like, it's probably ready in, like, six or seven minutes, mm. you know what I mean? But you got to let it, like, sit. And you need medium heat, and it gets even. Like, you don't really need crazy high heat. You
1: really? Know? You don't. Gordon Ramsay says get that pan until it's about to smoke, till it's smoking.
0: You get it. The thing is, because it's evenly whatever, like, mm-hmm. the, the pan gets hot as fuck already. Oh, yeah. Like, basically, there's a... This iron has a way of conducting heat, mm. so that it's still high, high, hot, very scolding hot. Mm-hmm. with very low heat. So I
1: haven't gotten enough crust as I want. I want yeah. more crust. <laughs> I know. At one time, I, I like one time when I made a steak. I wasn't even recently. It was I just got that perfect? It was almost crunchy on the outside, like yeah. like really crunchy on yeah. the outside. It was bomb. Do you uh, render you? <laughs> do you render the fat? I, yeah, I did render the fat. It, yeah. Especially this last time when I used the carry Gold, I was like, let me render most of that fat. And I saw, like, because it was a ribeye with a bone on it. So, like, you could see their meat started recessing because of the, I was melting the fat away.
0: Nice.
1: But, um, yeah. And then I also started watching that show, Chef. Nice. Fucking good. Yeah, I'm a fan. I, I like it. I look, like, it's just, uh, it's feel, on Netflix feel, in case anyone I, wants. I
0: watch feel it. so close to, um, to um, Roy Choi Just because of the Kogi life You know what I mean Yeah I love his fucking recipes He's been He's great mm-hmm. John Favreau I've been a huge fan of He's dope Not I actually fell since off the
1: Jungle Book, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I actually fell off Since Iron Man Like I never I never liked Favreau like, Really? I never, I never, yeah I, didn't. Um, no, I came back in On Chef Like when he made Chef, Have you yeah. seen the movie Chef? Yeah, it was great yeah, so I kind of like I, I, that's what caught me back. That
1: movie's like fucking like underground, huge. That movie, like oh, yeah, chefs cult. love that movie. Yeah, it's very cult. Yeah, very cult, cult following.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just um, it's just a weird name. Like he could have named it anything mm. but Chef. It just seems like such a weird. I'm like, oh
1: yeah, Chef. Obviously worked out. <laughs> Tracked no, with
0: all No, no, I know, but I mean, it's just I think it's just a, a simple. Like a like a little too overly really simple. simple name. Just like yeah, it's like you're not really you're not really selling what the movie is because it's mm-hmm. just chef. You're like no, you put could, it right you, on front street. chef, but he's is <laughs> he? I mean, yes, he is a chef, yeah. but I mean, it is about a chef for sure. But I mean, he it's you could have called it. El jefe or something, or you could call it uh, fucking cubanos on wheels or something. I don't know. Call it anything but that because it just wasn't if you any of you guys haven't seen the movie Chef, it came out in twenty twelve, twenty eleven. Uh it was a fucking uh, underground hit. I was a alright, here it is. I'm gonna say John Favreau um really impressed me with his first with his first movie. Swing. And yeah, he he wrote uh, he wrote it. And he tried to direct it, but he couldn't get the funding to direct it. So he had Doug Liman direct, direct it. So Swingers was out. It was great. I mm-hmm. thought it was a fucking great film. And they uh, bootstrapped the whole project. They, you know, there's, and I think in its own right, Swingers was a, it was a cult classic.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: definitely. You know, he made another movie, which I liked, but just because I liked.
1: It's so the one way they go to Vegas. <clears> or no. Is it?
0: They go to New York. Oh.
1: So there's a one, there's one where oh they go to Vegas and Swingers, Vegas, yeah, yeah, swingers and go then, to Vegas. and then the other one he's a uh, mobster, mobster, yeah yeah yeah, 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 which is basically like Swingers too,
0: yeah, um, yeah <laughs> same it's two called guys. it's called Made. If you want to follow his, great. if you want to follow his career, and um, you know, he fell off the planet for a little bit, directed some television, did mm-hmm. a few small roles in te- in, in film and TV. And nothing major, and then all of a sudden he's directed fucking Iron Man, and I was just like, "How the fuck did that happen?"
1: That is a good question. How that fucking happened? I don't even know.
0: I think they needed a director, and they no one knew if this Marvel thing was going to work, mm-hmm. and they needed somebody who had a little bit of clout, who had some experience, who did blah blah blah. But wasn't expensive. Who wasn't expensive? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And same thing with Robert Downey Jr. at the time. Yeah. He was cheap. He, was, he had a
1: fucking. Ton of cloud from back in the day, then exactly. he fucked it all up and came back fucking.
0: So he's like he was he was uh cost effective, you know? Yeah. And also he had the chops. And same thing yeah. with Fabs, you know. I call him Fabs by the way. Johnny well, Fabs. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, so I feel really connected to John Favreau because I followed his career for so long, mm-hmm. and when I, I didn't, I actually to this day never seen Iron Man.
1: Dough? No,
0: no, I haven't. You know, neither have Jungle Book and whatever stuff. And he's he was
1: done. smart too because he put himself in that movie. What? So he was in uh, oh, yeah. Iron Man as yeah, well, Iron and then Iron. so now he's been in like you know six or seven movies. Yeah, and uh, he then he did the um, the Jungle Book. Which those movies have been hit and miss. Those Disney recreation movies. Yeah, yeah, live action. But that one, that one was actually one of the better ones for sure. Oh, yeah? For sure, yeah, nice. I think so. Right. And then he's doing the Lion King right now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, now he's doing the Chef Show.
0: Yes, Which- Chef Show. Um, when he when he came on, when I found out that John Favreau was making a movie with Roy Choi, I was like, holy shit! I read it in the trades, um, mm-hmm. Hollywood Hollywood Reporter. I was like, fuck, dude, that's going to be interesting. I fucking love Roy Roy Choi. And now, um, in case you didn't know, Roy Choi is a Kogi Tacos. He's he's the genius behind that. And we talk about it a lot, possibly, maybe. Not too much, but just enough. We have. (laughs) Uh, It's it's a really fucking, in case you guys didn't hear the past episodes, it's a Mexican-Korean fusion food that is a true L.A. food. Um, Tacos, uh, rice bowls, and you know a bunch of other stuff kogi dogs kogi dogs Kong. quesadillas um if you guys are ever in los angeles uh just visit some of uh, any Roy Choi's restaurants um i can we can uh, go through them or if you follow our adhd all uh, food com <laughs> no one of, no that's not true oh, yeah? so one of them uh, he has a, a restaurant called a frame another one called chego another one called alibi room he has another restaurant um, called local. Another restaurant called Pot. He has like a Dang. bunch of yeah. He has a bunch of restaurants, dude. Oh, hit him up. Hit him <laughs> up. But uh, you know what? Every time I see him around, this sounds so weird, dude. But like, all right, Roy
1: Choi or the restaurants, Roy Choi.
0: So check this out. I have got a quick story. I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay. just, I'm gonna just indulge in here for a little bit. Okay. So it was 2013. No, no, it was 20 like. Tw- i would be eleven 2011, 2010. Oh, fuck, was it
1: that long? How long? I want when did know. Chef come out?
0: No, when did Chef come oh, out? I'll look it up. So, I want to say it's 2013.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But Chef may have came out in 2012. So, I'm like, kind of.
1: Chef uh, came out in. It, shit, sorry oh, guys. 2014.
0: Oh, perfect. Okay. So, then 2013. So, um, my mom hit me up for her birthday, like when it was close to her birthday she said, hey, I'm going to go to LA. And I think it'll be cool. Just kind of we'll have dinner. We'll have, you know, we'll just have mm-hmm. spend, spend some time on Like, dude, that'd be dope. Hit up my sister. I was like, hey, my, my mom's coming through. Like, mom's coming through. What's up? She's like, let's get her a dope hotel. So we got her a fucking really cool hotel
1: mm-hmm.
0: at the Irwin in Venice. Like, you know. Uh, okay. Overlooking the boardwalk, yeah. the fucking ocean.
1: You spend some money on that. Yeah, yeah. So we, you know, we got, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's why i can't do <laughs> you know, patreon it. It.
0: <laughs> so we dropped some you know But we dropped we dropped some cheese whatever no big deal but it was uh our august um, my mom's birthday thing is august 2nd it is august 2nd mm-hmm. so um it was first friday i don't know if you know what first friday is but first friday in venice mm-hmm. on Kenny, all the food trucks like oh yeah, yeah you know everything and my mom was yeah. like I've heard of Kogi. You've been talking a lot of shit about it. What's up? Let's go We're get sure some. <laughs> up about it. Let's go get some, right? So I was uh, just not knowing anything because I was like, you know, we go to, we show up to the first Friday, Kogi, to, like obviously, like uh, the big trucks, like Cousins Main Lobster. By the way, if you're in LA, if you're listening to this and you're in Los Angeles, Cousins Main Lobster has a brick and mortar, which actually, we should probably we go should, there. Yeah. We, should, yeah, we, have to, we have to go there. Like I, I remember one time when I first saw the cousin's main lobster truck, I had oh let me try, and then everyone's like you have to get the Connecticut, you have to get the Connecticut. Mm-hmm. I was like all right, let me try the Connecticut lobster roll. So I tried it. It was like thirteen, fourteen bucks for a for a roll the size of your fist. That fucking sucks. It sucks. <laughs> so, but you know they, they so I so ate it. I would it.
1: need like thirteen of those.
0: <laughs> it was fucking lit, mm-hmm. litty lit 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 dude. It was so good. I ended up dropping like sixty bucks.
1: Wow. Cuz I went back. Yeah, I, I would another. need like I, fucking 5 of them. So
0: those. Was, I had 4 of them and plus um, on my fourth one some guy convinced me to get the clam chowder which was fucking brilliant. So mm-hmm. my fat ass just fucking dropped almost a fucking c note on a fucking on a <laughs> food food truck. truck yeah. Anyway, so that's the side that's the side note. But so we go to the we find the Kogi. Mom's like, "Okay, what what's the get what's the best thing to get I go." Short Rib Tacos is their flagship of their fleet. If you want to try anything else, go for it. Mm-hmm. But that's what I know is fucking lit. So we're like, all right, cool. So we're chilling in line. It's a long line because it was still litty back then. Mm-hmm. And now it's not – I'm not saying it's not lit.
1: There's just more places There's just more
0: go. places. Exactly. He has more restaurants. Like the Alibi Room, for example, has the full Kogi truck menu.
1: Before it was just a couple of trucks, right?
0: Yeah, it was just like – it was just trucks. So then his other one, he has the – Koki Takaria that has all of the fucking the truck menu yeah. plus some of Chegos menu. In any case, it's 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 lit. So anyway, so there's a long line, shit's going down, and I shit you not, I see John Leguizamo.
1: Shut up. And he's
0: there by the... F- <laughs> he's there. Really? He's fucking there. And I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, what the fuck? I got to go up to him. Did you? I did. And wow. you know I don't go up to people. No, you don't. Leguizamo is probably one of the most underrated actors uh, in, in, in Hollywood. He's
1: a really good actor. Uh, I mean, I love that the, the... What was it called? The idiot? No, what was it called? The, what? Uh, his first movie, based, The Past. <laughs> the
0: Past. <best>, he <yeah. laughs> was great. Uh, he, he, is, he is definitely like... Yeah, I want to get him in. Like he's – all right, and I'm gonna. This is another tangent, so we're going oh, on a oh, double shit. tangent. So I want I want to speak on this for Friday's episode. Okay. Um, but he was one of the the only Latino people who was really killing it in Hollywood. Like I felt. Yeah. Like he was. Um, for a while, he was. Yeah, definitely he was. Yeah. He broke the mold, and and we'll talk about this on Friday's episode because I want to speak on this because um um it's 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 crucial to being the kid. And seeing people who look like you who doing shit you want to do. I'm not saying has to be an actor, has to be anything. You talk about that Friday. That's we're good. going. We're going to talk about That's it on good. Friday. So just uh, we'll put a cork in that. But I saw him and I had to go up to him. The moment I went up to him, Roy Choi was sitting right next to him, and I was like, "What the fuck? Dang. This was yeah." I think that was the first time maybe I had met him. However, I I, I um. I knew at the time I was working not while well, we're on the outs with Dave Cho, mm-hmm. Dave Cho the the kind of pod, him, right? the, the podcaster. Yeah. No, no, no. I was working with him on his. Oh, and Dave Cho
1: was like knew Roy Choi.
0: Well, they were on that show together uh-huh. of Parts Unknown when it came first came out. Episode one was Koreatown, and and uh, for the first half was Roy Choi, mm-hmm. the second half was uh, Dave Cho. Mm. So I assume they, know, they knew each other. So I started talking to him. And he's like, no, nah, man, I never met him. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, people think that we're since we were on the same episode that we may know each other. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I thought that. So he goes, hey, man. He just grabbed a soda. Give me a soda. I was like, hey, cool. And I went to Leguizamo. Like, like, I was like, dude, I'm fucking a huge fan of you, man. I just love your work. He goes, mm-hmm. thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm like, oh, dude, humble dude. Went back in. And you know, spend a
1: hundred bucks,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, spend more than that, uh, so we we got a bunch of shit. We're in line, whatever. And you know, how when you have like my mom's not from uh LA or Hollywood or anything, so I look and I start seeing all this fucking camera crew. And I go, Mom, look at they're shooting something here. Look at oh, so I started like telling like, Oh, yeah, 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 they're shooting something. She's like, Oh, that's cool. I go, I go, Holy shit, I go, that's a that's what you know, a, a Panavision rig. And this is all mm-hmm. like you know a dolly for what he gets smooth shots with, and I started pointing out all this stuff. What are you shooting, yeah. So I said, "Well, that was that. Uh, I didn't know. It was, uh, they shoot a bunch of shit in L.A. They Always. Chef? They were shooting <laughs> Chef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Not so that, Lucas was there. That's why like, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't fucking know. Yeah. So. That was that. They I was talked just, about
1: that on the show. They said the, they wanted the final scene to be in uh, Venice because we could track culture.
0: They, they talked about that? Yeah. Dude, it was it, – it, it was dude, I swear that all happened. And I went back home. I went back home. We went back to the hotel. We fucking drank. We partied. We hung mm-hmm. out. We went to a few bars. And then the, we had a great time. Then fast forward to like where I'm like, oh, this movie Chef's coming out. I saw the ending scene and I just realized I'm like – I, was I knew there. it. <laughs> I was. I did not know it. That means fucking everybody was there. Favreau, but they were just in they the back. They were just somewhere around, else. Shit. They were just. They were just somewhere else, dude. So Fabs was there. You, uh, if Sophia he was Rivera. around too,
1: you probably could have went up to him too because he's one hundred percent. Yeah. You, all
0: right. I did meet him. I did meet Favreau.
1: Once. Oh really? Oh yeah.
0: At the Grove. I was. It was. This was twenty. Damn. 2006, 2007. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I saw him, and and he was a bigger... He was like, you know... He fluctuates in his weight, too. Mm. So I saw him, and then we, we... I was like, hey, man, I'm a big fan. I was on the phone with my uncle, and I was like, hey, Rich, blah, blah, blah We're walking past him. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Sean Favreau. I think that's Sean Favreau. Hold on, hold on real quick. And then uh, I was like, hey, man, I'm a big fan. He goes, hey, man, thank you so much. Dude. I love your work. Thank you, thank you. And I went, out, oh, my God. And then my uncle goes, that's Sean Favreau. I heard him. <laughs> so anyway, I, I just, like, I'm a huge fan just because I think Swingers is probably, I mean, shit, Swingers happened 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. So long ago, 20, 1994, 1993. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get to see the movie when it came out, but I saw it later. But I knew the backstory, and it's one of the few ho- true Hollywood stories that you had nothing, and you're putting everything into this film. all the You put all the work and all the money, and you still come up short. And you're still coming
1: short, yeah. Came out in 1996.
0: 1996, okay. So they're probably filming it in '94, '95. They were raising all this money for it. I know the whole story. Mm-hmm. I know the whole story. They were trying to raise money, and um, they couldn't get anybody to invest. They would act out, they had all the actors in play, like everybody from what's his name, um, the, the other dude who's in it, uh, yeah, Vince, yeah, Vince Vaughn. And they had Ron Livingston. They had all these fucking people play so in, in play already attached to the script. And they uh, they would go and in, in, and invite a bunch of producers to come see the movie, uh, um, to see the play. The and they act out certain scenes on stage for fun, to get to investors to, to get lot. investors. They 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 hit. Obviously, they hit a few times, but they struck out mostly.
1: And um, he talks about that on the show a little bit too. Does he yeah well, he basically just said that uh the he's like you know people were telling us that there's no way we could make the movie for the amount of money we had, but we did it anyway, yeah
0: dude, okay, completely, so he the thing is that 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 John Favreau wanted to direct it so so Doug Lyman, who's now a huge director at the time, was nobody he says i'm i we can put up we can how I can help you f- make this make this film, but you're gonna have to let me direct it mm. so in any case. They wanted to fucking hurry up and get the production going to go to the Cannes Film Festival, and they made it. They worked really hard and they got all the way to the end, and they and that's it. They they actually missed the deadline and they didn't get into Cannes yeah. Film Festival, and they're like, fuck, we just did all this shit, and or maybe they did submit, maybe they submitted and they got rejected or something happened. I forgot the story, but essentially something like that happened where they, they either missed the deadline or they submitted and got
1: rejected. Oh, shit. Doug Lyman did Born Identity. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Edge yeah. of Tomorrow, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, The Jumper, The Wall, Swingers, American Me. Yeah. Oh, so, shit.
0: yeah, Doug Lyman is a huge deal now. He's mm-hmm. done a bunch of other stuff, um, like, as far as, uh, like, I think he's, like, involved in, like project greenlight and all this weird shit. He
1: well, he fucking made his own little style when he made Born Identity cuz that movie fucking yeah. changed every action movie after that. Every action movie was like, well, so fucking choppy and cut, wow. but nobody did it as good as he did cuz that that movie looked awesome. The fights were amazing yeah, in that movie. Definitely. Then other movies then they, they tried to do that same shit but they didn't get it.
0: Yeah, it's incredible, man. Um, so, in, in any case, um, when I when I found out that I, I so just knowing all this story about John Favreau, I feel so fucking close to him, dude. And knowing he did this movie Chef, I saw it. It was fucking great. When John Favreau wants to do a movie, like I think that's where he truly signs. Like these big Hollywood movies, you know, these big blockbusters. He's great at them too. I imagine. I'm, yeah. I'm Like I've never seen them, but. You know he has to pay his bills. But, he has to feed his family. Yeah. You know, so I give him that.
1: I'm sure he has a lot of bills because he's rich. Oh yeah. Also, <laughs> rich now. also,
0: by the way, uh, here's another, another reason. Here's another thing. While I fucking how I met John Favreau. I know it's is stupid. Is I'm like name dropping and telling crazy stories, but I, that's the reason why I feel so close to him, dude.
1: Jesus, he has so much money.
0: Who's John Favreau?
1: Well, okay, these movies might be he movies he was in, but he. Uh, let me, I'll keep going. I'm going to look up for movies he directed.
0: So, um, I think I posted this on my Instagram. Like Instagram has been around for a minute now, right? It's been around for a like. a long
1: time, like Almost 10 years, maybe. Wow. That's insane.
0: So I guess, um, I'm going to, I'm going to, if you guys go on my Instagram, there is, and dude, I'm telling you, I don't really post that often. So it will be pretty easy to get to fucking, uh, 2013. So but, he
1: did Elf. Oh,
0: Alf was actually, honestly, Elf was a great fucking movie. It was a yeah, movie. I saw that shit. It was great.
1: Elf made, uh, oh, he made Zathora. We didn't talk about that. Zathora? Zathora. Zathora, I don't know. That's, what that is. Some, that's the movie with, uh, you know, um, fucking Mila Kunis, I think. Oh, no, no. I don't even know what the fuck this is. It's a kid's movie, I guess. Oh, yeah, it's a kid's movie. Um,. Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Cowboys and Aliens, Chef, The Jungle Book, The Lion King.
0: Wow. Cowboys and Aliens, huh?
1: Yeah, I forgot about that one. Shh.
0: So. Well, that's weird. Um, so, if you... Like I said, I don't really post often on my Instagram, mm-hmm. but if you scroll down, you go to 2013, mm-hmm. 2012, like 2012 to to going into 2013, I, would, I went into... I was good friends was, by by that time. Yoshi didn't was on and kicking. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still friends with Lilith. Remember her? Yeah. Um, Yoshi invited us to Russell Peter's house for a little, a little like hey, like you know, there's gonna be a shindig. Come through. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think I've ever danced that hard in my life, <laughs> and I tell you why. I tell you hard. why. I've never danced that hard in my life, and I'll tell you why. Because
1: you dance or die.
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah it's fucking dance my pants off bro. yeah so we're chilling and i wasn't dancing at, at the time but i'll tell you why i started dancing so hard i saw a guy come through with a fucking backpack filled with vinyl uh-huh and i looked at him and it was john favreau what? john favreau came through and dj'd the fucking party shut the fuck man. i swear to god <laughs> i am not even kidding dude
1: did you tell him that when you when, oh this was after <laughs> this oh, shit. Is, I, I, I
0: haven't seen him since yeah well, that was way after this is way after so here's the actual photo for proof <laughs> At russell, russell Peters. peterson's house
1: russell peterson john favreau Favre. dj booth <laughs> fucking scratching
0: yes dude i Look, John Favreau came in, not as John Favreau, but as like a fucking humble DJ. He was sweating his fucking ass off, uh, he was and I'd be work. and I'd be fucking damned if fucking I if no one was gonna Like I'm to say, no one danced. A lot of people dancing. dancing. I was, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but he was right like you in know, front of him. <laughs> <how> sexy. sexy, <laughs> so sucking good. on my titties like he wanted me, calling me all the time. Everyone
1: else sitting, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's the pan away. No, dude, I saw him. And I and I was just like, dude, he was actually playing dope old school music. It's
1: dope. See, like it was like old school rap or what?
0: Old school. It was like uh, I want to say eighties. um listen, I can't explain it. Like eighties. I, I don't know funk. Not eighties funk. Like no way. Like, not like
1: Zap or something. Like
0: uh, yeah, but yeah, I guess along the thing. But like you know how they have. Um,
1: like the eighties, like fucking breakdancing music or some shit. I was
0: uh, well, it's hard to explain. I don't know what genre it is. I'm gonna say eighties R and B meets okay. funk meets rock. Like I don't know what it is. Like Mary Jean girls, um, fucking just playing a bunch of dope fucking songs, you mm-hmm. know. And so I'm dancing, having a good time, and I just went up to him. and I was like, dude, that shit was fucking dope. And I took a bunch of pictures, and it was just like, he's like, thank you so much, whatever, whatever. So I feel close. To John Favreau. Mm-hmm. All right, first off, like I was already a big fan of Swingers. Yeah. A huge fan. I was such a big fan of John Favreau. I saw Made, and I liked it. I didn't love it, mm-hmm. but I liked it. And me and some of my close friends quote that movie to this day. You know what I mean? That's Made or Made. So it's like that's... Made be- was good, too. Made
1: was a good movie. But, it, you know... It's I have seen Swingers in so long. I should probably watch that again. I don't know if it holds sure. up, but it, we'll see. It's been a long time since I watched it.
0: I am so inspired by that. I can't even
1: You I, like the story more behind the movie or the story of the movie?
0: The Maxwell movie is brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. It, it, it won't stand up it won't hold up because there's a lot of um new technological advances. Mm-hmm. They play like Sega Genesis in that fucking movie. <laughs>
1: you
0: know, and it's just like uh, you know there's a few things that are just like, oh, cool, whatever. Um but the camaraderie between friends, that that old story of Hollywood people trying to make it never changes. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's the one thing that I think is brilliant about it is that it captured a time and it captured a story that's super true to Hollywood. It just is. People show up to Hollywood. People show up to LA to try to make it in the business. So you get all these transplants of people thinking they have to be a certain way to be, a, um, you know, to be a fucking, not a movie star, but like, yeah, the, you get all these non-Angelinos trying to be cool and it's, it, that's not what LA is in my opinion. Like it is what it is, but it's not like, you know, people who are really cool and humble and from here um, or for just from California in general, they have like a different vibe than somebody trying to be something cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like in other words, if you're not in show business and you're like, if you're on the outskirts of show business, you're probably a douche. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they and they and they show you that side of Hollywood yeah. very quickly, and it's good. It's funny and it's true to life, which is my favorite genre. I love shit that's art imitating life. Mm-hmm. Like I just I just love that. It's it's the truest form. It's the truest form of comedy or it's the truest form of storytelling. I, I think and hmm. and the most effective is something that. You see and you're like, that's true. Mm. That's fucking funny. You you hit it right on the nail right on the head. Mm-hmm. That's why I love swinger so much, you know? Mm. So and that's why I love John Favreau's style. Not when a big fucking move like, you know, when he's directing a big budget Hollywood movie, there's so many contingencies and there's so many hands involved that I don't know how well he gets to I mean he gets to slip in a few of his nuggets in there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how creative he could truly be. I think with- he
1: definitely brought uh humor to like iron man if Mm -hmm. i want to say like you know you could tell that the person directing it was and he kind of dictated the style for the next um marvel movies for the next several years was kind of dictated by that where it had that tone of action i mean everyone involved in it kind of nailed it you know what was the
0: name of the executive who is kevin Feige? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he had a fucking hand. Yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So, look, I'm not saying John Farrow was completely talented. No, he's fucking gifted as fuck. Yeah. You know, so I'm not going to say any of that. But I will say that it's different when you're making a big Hollywood yeah. movie, especially for Disney. Yeah. It's not the same. So, in any case, one thing I think where John Farrow truly shines is when he writes and directs his own like shit. Death. Exactly. So, seeing that movie and how good it was how fucking dope that movie was on so many levels Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i was just like that is a true that and that's a true it's amazing career to have because you do you know two for them one for me Mm -hmm. kind of deal and i think that's some really good shit it's a true balance in my opinion of just like figuring out how to really thrive and how to tell stories and and even if you're a big fucking time director, you don't always want to do big Hollywood movies all the time. Yeah. You you the, It shows that he's truly passionate about telling the narrative, telling the story. Mm-hmm. And it showed. It was
1: just like... I mean, and it shows the, the show chef. You really see that this fool just loves food. Well, he loves food. He loves the chef yeah. culture. He kind of mm-hmm. like... I mean, obviously, looks up to like the being a chef, the Roy Choi, like yeah. the way that he he is, and he's like he's there, and he's actually like trying to learn. It's an interesting show because yeah. it's not like. Uh, have you watched all of it? Or have you watched? No, it not even?
0: all of it. I saw the first like three episodes. Okay.
1: Well, he's very like um, he's not about. It's not like oh yeah, let me show you what I know about chef. He's 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 learning. I saw the one Yeah, I saw the one grilled yeah, yeah. oh, He's just the like he, he's like man, this is crazy. He's got the same crazy over and over again. And, and it was it, it did look insane, dude. So the good. fucking <laughs> cubano and the grilled cheese it looked insane. It was, an, it was amazing. But they're going to but like just his whole attitude about it and it's like just yeah. real. They show him you know fucking up. or yeah, they? Yeah, remember
0: I remember when they did the beignets and they're like. Not good at... Still as uh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> they're in the middle. They're like,
1: uh
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I saw it too. Yeah. Um, I had like... like This will basically finish my point Did on Did you see
1: it. the one with Robert Rodriguez yet? No, I That's haven't. That's a good one.
0: That's a good one? Yeah. I watch That'd be dope. Because
1: you're know, you a fan of Robert Rodriguez oh, yeah. too. They talk about that. They talk oh, about it's like how, everyone on my influences yeah, is in yeah. one fucking. All right. He talks about how he, when he was filming, uh, El Mariachi, <laughs> he was like, he's like, all right, this is my plan. Cause he had so little money. He's yeah. like, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to film everything once. And if I don't, I'm just going to do one takes of everything and anything that I, I'll come back and edit it in Texas. And then anything that I have to reshoot, I'll just go down there and reshoot it. And then he got back here and he was like, and there was shit that was fucked up. He was like, I'm not going to reach. He just edited <laughs> around it. And he, yeah. and he talks about how he had to fucking oh. film, uh, because he had a loud movie camera and it was going mm-hmm. like an old fucking movie camera. So he would have to film things and then put the camera down and then dude, record dude, the, the people the sound. Ta- talking dude, dude. and then sync it up in post. So what a fucking drag. <laughs> dude. So there,
0: there was, um, he
1: created a dude. genre
0: through his, through his limitations. And
1: people, and like, I know just, Sorry um when people are talking about like man i can't get the sound to sync this motherfucker synced all the sound in his movie
0: so <laughs> there's interested is interesting like the there's a technique he used um because this is not like uh when he was doing this movie this was like what in 94
1: something like that go
0: ahead so i know everything's 94 for me <laughs> 1994 i think actually came out in 94 was probably in 93 in production, 93, 92. I don't know. So you didn't have computers like the way you have Final Cut Pro. Especially
1: not him. He had yeah. no money.
0: 1992. 1992. So you had, um, he had no money. Mm-hmm. He had no fucking, like, uh, no computer. He has to sync this by hand, mm-hmm. real to real. So he had this technique where every time he had the, the voice matched up, like he'd show he their face, beautiful. show their face, beautiful close-ups, <laughs> like whatever his best shot was, he showed it. But the moment that it started getting rubbery lips, <laughs> he he'd cut that. away. He like, cut away cut to the dock. <laughs> like I cut away exactly. So his movies were so fast-paced because of the cutting.
1: Yeah, he talked And about people,
0: that. yeah, I didn't even see it. So I mean, I know because I know their stories. Robert Rodriguez is. Uh, we're going off for a bunch of tangents. I don't give a shit because we will all bring it home. Um, Robert Rodriguez. He was the first whole book I've ever read called "Rebel Without a yeah. Crew." I read it in a weekend, like I and I never read. Every, you know what I mean? I hardly read at the time. I mean, I hardly read now. But they should I mean, get that on Audible. If they have yeah, they probably do. Yeah, uh, it was so fun. But the thing is, I wanted to be a filmmaker when I was younger, and this guy did it with no money. Mm-hmm. And basically, he got he raised seven thousand dollars by selling his body to science, right? To <laughs> medical, that what he did? Oh, basically shit. what Yoshi did, and um, and he used the money to um to make his film. He found the 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 main, like, bad guy. He was his his fucking uh, partner, or not his partner, but his, I don't know what the fuck you call his roommate. Oh, okay. <laughs> in, uh, in the medical tests, he, he ended up... Oh, that's how he found the guy? He ended up finding his villain, because, like, you're a good actor. He goes, oh, I took some acting classes, but yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the fuck He brought him in. I think he ended up playing Azul or something. So... I mean, that's amazing, dude, because, like, all those influences in one room, like, would be overload for me. Rodriguez, fucking Favreau, and Troy. It's, like, it's insane.
1: That's why, I like, I love the stories like that. Favreau, Robert Rodriguez, and fucking Kevin Smith, too. Because he got, I think he said he had $10,000, uh-huh. but he did it, he literally did it by just maxing out credit cards. Yeah. He just fucking credit card after credit card just fucking paid for everything, maxed it out. And hey, look at that fucking gamble paid well, off. You know,
0: uh, so clerks, I mean I know I know a lot about like him as well. Yeah. Like, so clerks, uh you I don't know if you know, but um they had a right they they had the store to shoot in. Yes. But the store it was only available after hours. Mm-hmm. So they wrote it in that someone put gum in the lock <laughs> to close the door so then that they can justify it being <laughs> But you would still see light coming through. Mm-hmm. So they found another way around it. It's hey, let's just make it black and white. Black
1: and white. Oh, no, they also said, oh, that wasn't it cheaper as well? Not, oh, it's cheaper? Yeah. Oh. It's cheaper to use black and white. Wow. And, um, but no, yeah, I, I've, Kevin Smith talks about fucking clerks all the fucking time. So For real? Yeah, he always talks about it. He always mm-hmm. brings it up. I would too. He's uh, like, that's
0: his claim to fame.
1: That that really, well, one of them. He, Podcast he, is now his claim to fame. He made a lot of good movies too, though. No. Come on, you don't know, like dogma? No. Dogma? You, really? Yeah. It's a great movie. I,
0: I mean, I watched it a bunch. I don't know if I really liked it, though.
1: Dogma's great.
0: Like, I don't All right. So I've seen all his movies, by the way. Okay. Every single one of them.
1: Except the newer ones.
0: What's the newer ones?
1: Like, he has some ridiculous movies, like uh, fucking Tusk. Okay. Red State. That's horror movie they made a few years ago. Okay, so just new ones. Yeah, except the new ones. <laughs> um, I think the last there's one. I classics, saw, all his classics.
0: Yeah, like Chasing Amy, Chasing
1: Amy, Mall Mallrats. Come rats. on, Mallrats. Yes, of too.
0: course. I'm not gonna
1: deny those. Those are those are really. I even fucking love Jane Silent Bob's Strike Back. Yeah, well, That's fucking it was hilarious. It was a funny. Yeah,
0: movie. I saw. I saw it. It's good. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna like. Yeah, I'm not. Serious. It's good because you need it's the backstory. A straight up comedy. You need the yeah. backstory. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. It is what it is. It, he's a good. He's good. Whatever. um But I was obviously interested in making films when I was younger. So Kevin Smith was, like, a DIY. Uh, Obviously, Rodriguez was. And then knowing fucking Favreau's, like, path of to, to try to make his film that didn't really work out he i was a huge quentin tarantino fan mm-hmm. so i mean those are the, that's basically my era it <laughs> like,
1: is like they're all right around the same time but they're all they all rodriguez and tarantino they both
0: had a film out at the same time uh one of them was reservoir dogs mm-hmm. right and then um el mariachi they were the two biggest like fucking directors and I think Tarantino was twenty eight, twenty nine, or twenty something. Mm-hmm. Robert Rodriguez basically won the the uh, what is it the audience award at Sundance. Mm-hmm. Twenty four years old, twenty five years old, mm. the youngest.
1: I feel bad for Robert Rodriguez. Okay, I feel like he hasn't had a a, a hit in a while. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I, that's not true. I mean, No Sin City. Sin City, yeah, but that's, that's a while for, uh, yeah,
0: for me. Twenty twelve, yeah, that's
1: that's a while for me. Like, uh, I and I know that, like, I kind of feel like that. Alita: yeah. Battle Angel is like his last movie he made. As yeah. like,
0: was it good? Did it I
1: didn't, out? I didn't see it, and it didn't turn out. I mean, yeah. didn't do well, and it's like. <sighs> I mean that's such a big movie It's such a big yeah, thing And yeah. it's kind of on his shoulders Because they're putting it Like Robert Rodriguez Battle Angel You know what yeah. I mean And it's like it didn't, it didn't hit for him I feel bad for him But yeah. I didn't see it though But he's fine He's got a fucking <laughs> TV network and a fucking studio In his house And shit that,
0: that that was another one Like another one To see someone Breaking the mold And showing creatives In um, you know For Latinos and stuff So we'll yeah. talk
1: about him On Friday um, But all those guys I don't know, Let's throw one more in there. it's probably yeah. the this is the one that's really unfortunate. I guess was the Boondock Saints guy. Oh yeah, another fucking homemade saw, movie. Saw his, uh, his story. Little documentary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking great movie. I love that
0: movie. He, he self destructed. It was his own. He did it. I wasn't. I didn't feel sorry for him. No, it was, it's, it's a terrible I don't story. Remember how
1: it, how it went down that he yeah. ended up not doing anything after that.
0: Well. He just he just thought he was bigger than. What
1: was he? He was like a bartender, right? And he just wrote the movie.
0: Bartender wrote the movie, got in good with a guy named fucking, um, what's his name? Uh, Weinstein. Oh, Harvey Weinstein.
1: Was another one, another Miramax movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: no, but yes. So essentially, he sold fucking dude Harvey Weinstein. I don't know what the fuck he thought he saw in this guy. But he saw something so crazy that he bought the bar that he worked at. He bought him the bar that, oh, that, he, really? that he worked at. And That's basically, crazy. I know, it got a guar. not guaranteed him the deal. It wasn't inked yet, but told him he would make the movie Boondock. Sense. He said it was a great fucking script. Mm-hmm. It was, everything was going to go well. And then just because he was dragging his feet a little bit and he didn't, he wanted it to go faster. He was putting too much pressure on Harvey. Harvey's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't fucking nobody. And he kept on fucking saying, hey, Harvey, what's the deal? What's going on with this? What's going on with that? What's going-? Like, dude, you ain't nobody, bro. Yeah. Basically bugged him so much and got so narcissistic with his project. Yeah. The The reason why it wasn't going, like, things weren't happening fast enough and he was getting super concerned. Harvey says, "Well, fuck you. You're, the deal's done. Like uh, he, he, he's lucky he didn't keep the script. Mm-hmm. He ended up getting the script, and he ended up making it because somebody else thought. Like you know, he used that Harvey deal as leverage, and they got all like B Squad actors <laughs> to do it.
1: B Squad actors. One of them turning into one of the most famous." actors around right now. He wasn't at the time. uh, What's his name? Uh, Daryl from The Walking Dead. His first movie, or first thing that he got known from. His breakout role. It's kind of crazy, dude. I remember when Walking Dead was coming on, I was like, holy shit that's the dude from boondock saints because <laughs> i'd never yeah. seen him in anything else other That, than
0: that. that it, it should have like yeah there's i think there's a documentary on the guy who made boondock saints
1: yeah there is and, i watched that uh, i don't remember what happened though Was oh you?
0: yeah <laughs> it wasn't that memorable um so all this all this coming coming full circle is that just being so feeling so close to all these guys uh Jean Favreau and Roy Choi just because like every time I like I told you, this is when I saw him back then, I said what's up so I saw saw Leg wasamo And then just and since the office is in Koreatown, I've seen Roy Choi on several occasions. Oh really? And not only he like he kinda gives like I saw him one time when I was we we're walking to uh what's it called? Sumo dog. It's not there anymore, yeah. but it's on western in, in like sixth or fifth. So we we're walking and I saw Roy Choi <laughs> <laughs> across the street and I was like, oh fuck, that's Roy Choi and I went, hey, like, you know, like, hey, what up, bro? And he goes, he looked at me like, yo, what's up? And he goes, he put put up, a, like, his hand like one, like mm-hmm. one minute, like one minute. He looked left and right. And he just fucking walked across the street and go, what's up, bro? And I go, we're going to go to this sumo dog thing. And he's like, oh, I heard they're, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know. Oh, really? And I was like, nah, the flavors actually work, man. This guy does his shit. He goes, I don't know. I heard he going get a beer for that long. I don't know. People don't really feel. I was fucking like, called it. he called <laughs> me, so uh roy tries to fucking he should have the king for uh, the key for koreatown yeah so i was just like oh sugar what are you doing he goes well we're going over. i'm going over to line which is the line hotels on Mm -hmm. wilshire normandy up the street he goes we're we're doing this special right now we're making a bunch of of like you know big just big size bowling bowling uh, alley pizzas right now you should come by i'm like oh yeah alright dude I'll see you later so that was that I was like fuck Roy Choi dude. dude just came up to me oh and he probably no, saw me he probably, probably no, just, just thought maybe like, he gave me one of those like I think I know you I, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. he like, was probably yeah. like oh uh,
1: shit I probably yeah. know that guy <laughs>
0: yeah awesome. so I saw him again He that the Kogi truck usually comes to Koreatown and I saw him again one time at the truck and I'm like, bro, what are you doing at the truck, man? He goes, I Gotta do it, man. I check all my I check all my fucking all, all my stations. I'm like, for real? He goes, I pop in, make sure they're doing all right. Wow. And I was like, Oh, that's dope, man. And he goes, he gives me another, he gives me a free soda again. He's like I'm like, dude, yeah, my my office is right here, bro. Once I find out that you guys were across the street, he goes, Dude to everybody in the office, man. I don't get no love in Korea Town. I was like, For real? What? He's like, Yeah, man, there's like look at it it's slow and I'm like, Yeah, I guess you're right. There's like not a big line He's like Yeah K-Town Just not showing me love anymore So I don't know I mean I'll, I'll probably We do like cycles And I'll Every time I The, the shortest cycle Is Koreatown hmm. I was like Oh wow It's like Yeah I only do like Two or three weeks In Koreatown Every year Interesting And I was like What the fuck I wonder what
1: happened there i don't know i guess he doesn't
0: know so last time and then uh, i saw him again like like when are
1: you gonna fucking drop hey man when are you gonna do a podcast
0: exactly that's (laughs) i was slowly greasing the wheels you know what i mean for that but uh so i saw him one more time and i told him oh yeah you know uh, we do podcasts in there and started getting a little closer what's up you know but he's just one of those dudes who's uh just now he's huge I one time I saw and I saw him lastly at uh, at Chago in uh, Mm -hmm. in in, uh, by uh, Howlin Rays and I was too embarrassed to go up to him he had a film crew with him and everything so Uh. I was like
1: i think next time bro you fucking pop the business card on this fool yeah well just be like hey man
0: i'm just a fan of him because right now we're recording the office
1: he would do a good podcast he's an interesting dude the
0: office is in koreatown so hopefully he supposedly still lives here he lives here supposedly i don't know we'll see we'll see exactly um you know if you guys want to check out some stuff on him go to uh, parts unknown season one episode one koreatown with Roy Choi and David Cho. Watch the Chef Show. And watch the Chef Show. It's really good. Um, I know this is a big long commercial for We also talked me.
1: about, uh, I remember like a year ago when you were like all came in all sad one day because the, the food critic died. They did an episode food about critic. the food critic. Yeah. Uh, John Gold, Jonathan Gold. Oh uh, yeah, was I sad? Damn, why you, you were, laugh like that? Dude? You are, a, you're you're a dick! You're, this dude. is the exact same attitude you had then. Why are you <laughs> a jerk, dude! And I was like, "Oh shit!" This is that dude there, and he was all also- <laughs> sad. <laughs> you jerk! But they were they were saying like how how cool Jonathan Gold was and how he uh, fucking would go into small businesses and basically from one. Uh, he would go into a ton of small businesses. If yeah. he didn't like the food, he wouldn't even write anything about them. Wow. If he did like a food, he would write about them, and then their fucking lives would change instantly, basically from his recommendation. Yeah, of course,
0: yeah, I, 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 yeah, and I'm, I was sad when Bourdain died. Obviously, yeah. just like everybody was. Yeah, but you know, I went back and was watching some of his work, and he has a great episode on Los Angeles on parts unknown. Oh, really? It's on Netflix now. I don't know how, how it is over in the UK or in Australia, but. You have a chance to check out these these shows. Check out these shows. Swingers, uh, El Mariachi might be a stretch for you guys if you guys want because it's like all in Spanish. Watch Desperado then. Desperado, yeah, you know Desperado is a good movie. I um, like
1: Desperado too. It's really yeah,
0: well, El Mariachi just shows you the indie. Like he, yeah, he did everything himself, but yeah. he made up in the credits a bunch of names that didn't even. He just to make it look like a big yes, budget I remember. movie. <laughs>
1: <That's hilarious. laughs>
0: yeah, and he ended up selling. He 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 made it for seven thousand dollars, and he said. Seven thousand dollars was was all to develop and to process film he didn't really, That's what I heard. he also did not he didn't um he didn't really spend money like for actors for filming for filming locations he just went to Mexico and stole every location
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, so that being said it's a very crazy interesting movie. And he ended up selling for a quarter of a million dollars. And then they made Desperado, which is basically the same movie. (laughs) The same movie, yeah. But it's like... With a budget. Yeah, and then Once Upon a Time in Mexico. and then I haven't seen that one in a long time. Was that one good? I don't know. That's Johnny Depp. Did you see it? No. (laughs) So, I don't know. I mean, you know, it was definitely the the last sequel to that series, Mm -hmm. to the little franchise, if you will. But yeah, you can see that. Sea Swingers, um, you know, Jean Favreau's Dave, uh, writing debut. Some
1: movies I haven't seen in a long time. I haven't seen Mariachi. That was probably one of the later ones, but Mariachi Swingers and. And Clerks. I haven't seen those in Clems, years. Yeah, I should watch those again.
0: Yeah, unlike uh, me, I've recently watched Pulp Fiction a few times, randomly. Pulp Fiction
1: I've seen so, good. so many times. And yeah. I watch, every time it's on TV, I'll, I'll yeah, have to you, watch yeah. a lot of it. It's
0: almost like Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. It's like you just have to watch it. Shawshank is so
1: good. Oh <laughs> so good. <goodness. laughs> it's a fucking amazing movie. All
0: right. Well, speaking of amazing movies, uh, stay tuned for uh, next episode. We're going to be talking about the Latino culture. Dang. It's going to be good. All right, guys. Uh, if you guys want to donate to our Patreon, do so uh, at we're ADHD be at seven
1: Next week, we're going to be at seven, eight. Oh yeah, because we'll be yeah, yeah. you and me, and then we got to get to ten. Ten's the goal, bro. I like that. I Ten's like that. the goal before summer's over. Yep. Oh shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> at ADHD Cast on everything: uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook um make sure to drop us a line adhd cast
1: oh. i forgot about one fucking shit holy shit. uh samantha samantha cardellini oh, cardinale get out of god here. damn it i forgot about samantha Dude, sorry how samantha fucking
0: dare you damn
1: can we edit that into the beginning
0: fuck you you fucked up
1: <laughs> on friday we're gonna <laughs> dedicate the show to <laughs> samantha, samantha Card- Carly- cardinale <laughs> cardinale cardinale
0: all right all right um, you bastard!
1: Holy shit!
0: So we're already at ten.
1: You know what, Samantha? Send us a met um, a letter or email or something. What's so your address? Can, your address. So we can. Uh, Is anyone sending their address? No, nobody no, sending their address. Ugh.
0: All right, you guys but gonna get shit. Send
1: us anything. Send us anything. We'll fucking do it. <laughs>
0: Desperate. Seek <laughs> for yourself. I got fucking Roy Choi stories for days.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking practically friends with him. Dude,
0: we're practically related. Um, yeah. So, make sure to do drop us a line, uh, at what, adhdcast at gmail.com.
1: Yep, best way.
0: Yeah, hook just send a drop us a line, say what's up. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for you now.
1: Yep. Cool. All right. See you for Friday. Nice. Cool. Uh, let me just.